0: don't move you're listening to harpy hour we just want to share another awesome podcast with you first so check these guys out and stay tuned for this week's episode of harpy hour
1: hi i'm amy and i'm caitlin and we're the
0: hosts of eat crime a podcast full of delicious mysteries you can find us on twitter and instagram at eat crime and on facebook eat crime pod here's a few examples of what you'll hear
1: laurencia and bambi bimbenak do what now
0: and he, he had, like, secretly taken that copy. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> to murder her? <laughs> to murder her. And I was like, I can't
1: imagine a mom naming their kids Dante and Dante. <laughs> We're not
0: in a <laughs> satanic cult, so. Yes, yeah, so
1: I don't know. Let's make that abundantly clear. She seems like she... Provocativity? Is that a word? She provocativity? Which, I mean... What a business, man.
0: I know. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Murdered people like, and me. got paid for it. It's both true that there is a Conjuring <laughs> 2, and Conjuring 2 is true. <laughs> Valerie, get out of here. Val-
1: Harpy Hour may contain explicit language, as well as graphic, violent, and sexual content. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> welcome to harpy hour the harpiest of every hour of the day aloha laid back
0: guys that should just be it every time yeah yeah I liked we did it. it liz got the episode laid back.
1: 88 <laughs> <laughs> finally in our zone <laughs> 88
0: not that great
1: this is episode 88 and i labeled
0: it 88 maybe not so great because it's our third try at it. Well, so that's yeah, why I that's because Liz that kept there. fucking it up. God
1: damn it, Liz.
0: I God only fucked it Liz up once. <laughs> I feel like it was three times. Excuse me.
1: Regardless. <laughs> Regardless. I'm Tracy. Regardless.
0: I'm Liz. I'm Steph. And this
1: is our podcast where we share ridiculous stories in history, science, and entertainment. Also, in our personal lives, Uh, somebody just got back from a vacation.
0: I did. It was so nice. It was so nice to be away from COVID for two weeks. Just be in nature and not even think about it. Because I was in nature and not at the hospital. It sounded like you almost had to go to the hospital. You're really teeing this up, Liz. (laughs) I am, yeah. Well, so Okay, so the last time I was stung by a bee... Was in college and my entire forearm blew up. And I was like, shit, maybe I have a, an allergy to bee stings or maybe it's was a wasp. I don't know. Fucking same thing. And then when I was on vacation.
1: I feel like an allergist might tell you that they are not the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> I can't say for certain because I'm not an allergist, but there might be a
0: difference. Maybe. I don't know. It was a wasp that time. I don't know. So I got stung again. I don't know what it was. I didn't see it. I was in California and we went to all the different national parks and hiked around Wait. and shit.
1: I want to pause for a second. So this isn't the first time that we heard about Steph's bee sting, but I just want to comment on the fact that like you told us you got stung by a bee Mm -hmm. and we were all just like, oh, and like we joked about it, but not a single one of us asked what happened. Nope. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Nope. No, we were just like, oh, like that makes perfect sense and like, of course stuff
0: got stung by a v <laughs> yeah.
1: and so i told our friend megan and she was like oh my goodness how did that happen and i was like oh i don't know <laughs>
0: we're assholes
1: literally nobody asked so here we are it's like a group chat <laughs> of like multiple there's people there's like seven people who have the opportunity to be like
0: what happened what happened yeah nobody fucking cared and
1: we were just like lol here's a meme
0: like of course (laughs) stuff did get stung like of
1: course yeah it was definitely not just the two of us being assholes yeah it was a group of assholes
0: (laughs) it was everyone you're all a bunch of assholes all my friends are assholes a
1: collective of assholes yes yeah so how did this happen
0: well, what's kind of ironic is that, so me and Eric went for two weeks to California and we did like a whole bunch of national parks. We road tripped all around the southern half of the state. The first place we went to was Joshua Tree, which I think you guys probably saw on my Instagram I posted. Right. We got to this point, this like cactus garden that we wanted to go see, but there was a sign, like a big yellow diamond sign. It had a picture of bees, like warning bees. And you could just see them flying back and forth in the video, like around the car. They were like So you had the car. warning? You had warning. And I was like, fuck it. No, I'm not getting out of the car. And we we didn't go to the cactus garden. Yeah, I'm
1: assuming that's not where it happened.
0: No, it's not where it happened. You would
1: think that's where it would have happened.
0: You would think it was where that big sign was, like, warning bees. And it wasn't there. I was smart. I didn't get out of the car. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Eric was like, let's just do it anyway. I'm like, no, I'm not getting stung by a bee. I have, like, a bee phobia.
1: Who doesn't?
0: (laughs) Two days later, we're in Sequoia, hiking around there. and. We're supposedly on a trail, but it stopped looking like a trail. And then we saw what really looked like bear footprints on the ground. And I'm like, we're off trail. There's a bear nearby. I'm starting to get anxious. It's like 5.30 p.m. So it's like getting a little like, you know, we don't have that much sunlight left. I'm like, I'm getting kind of anxious. I don't like this. Eric's like, no, we're fine. Please keep going this way. We'll find the trail. So I keep going forward, not happy about it. And then all of a sudden I just feel this sharp pain in the middle of my left ass cheek. <laughs> and I yelp out loud and like run forward. And he's like, what happened? I'm like, I got stung. I got stung by something. He's like, I didn't see anything. And I like pulled down my pants and I'm like, look at it. Just look like a
1: it! man to negate your lived experience.
0: <laughs> oh, We're like God. in the middle of the woods, no one's around us. And I'm like pulling down my pants and I'm like, look at it.
1: <laughs> look into my ass. <laughs>
0: And sure enough, there was like a little, you know, there was a mark there and it was starting to get red. It hurt so bad. It was like this warm heat, like just all over my ass cheek. And eventually it got, I want to say, it's not grapefruit, maybe orange sized, like with the diameter of the redness and swelling. And Eric's like, it's fine, it's That's, no big deal. I'm like yeah. orange size doesn't
1: seem for me. I got stung under the arm once and it sounded similar to when you got stung. Like was did you say your forearm? Like my whole arm yeah. was just like like much larger than an orange. Just like my whole arm was very angry.
0: Yeah, when I got stung in the forearm, the whole forearm yeah. puffed up, but the ash, aster- I guess there's more space for expansion in the ashtray. I don't know. <laughs> And it hurt real bad. I couldn't sit on it in the car later. And then for the next several days it was itching. So I was just constantly just like scratching my ass. right? And then I told you assholes about it and you're like yeah, that sounds right.
1: I mean, yeah. It was
0: completely... <laughs> and now Steph's ass is going to be forever asymmetrical.
1: Yeah, I told you you needed to get stung in the other cheek so you could have a nice booty. No, yeah. That actually was her suggestion.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said oh, if If you get stung in the penis by a bee, it's forever a little bit bigger or swollen or something like that?
1: That it can be. There was, like, this article that, like, if you were stung in the penis... If that were the case, every fucking bro would be using bee venom therapy for their dick. On their
0: dick, yeah. But so, you sent that out, and they were like, Oh, Steph's ass is always going to be a little bit bigger. And I'm like, well, asymmetrically. And then you said I should just get stung on the other side, so... But it was like square, right in the center. I didn't see the bee. I didn't hear any bees. I had no idea there were any bees around.
1: Eric didn't see the bee. Therefore, it didn't happen.
0: (laughs) He's like, well, you must have like stepped on their nest or something like that. I'm like, no, it attacked me without provocation. (laughs) They're against me, the bees. It doesn't need
1: provocation. (laughs) And I hate them. The silver lining is that you didn't get attacked by a bear.
0: Did not get attacked by a bear. Did not see a bear the entire trip. So that's good. The last time I got stung on my forearm, I was told sometimes with bee stings, people get a worse reaction each time, but it was not a worse reaction. So I guess I'm not allergic to bees. That's good news.
1: The first time I got stung, I was just really freaked out because I didn't know if I was allergic or not. And so like, obviously it hurt, but I was just more so freaking out because like I was panicking. Because I didn't know what was about to happen. And so my friends saw me panicking and they were like, are you allergic? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> That's the problem. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. What if I am? I don't have an EpiPen.
0: I'm not allergic. Yep. You survived. We're both I still survived.: here. We all survived.
1: Jesus. Shit shows over here.
0: Anyway, what are we here to talk about?
1: Tracy. I I was like,
0: it needs to be
1: specifically directed. Steph, have you not learned this? Yeah, you can't just say what are we doing. Like, it can't be (laughs) open-ended. You have to ask Tracy what she's doing. What are we here to talk about, Tracy? Today, I'm going to talk about fatal French flings. I think that pretty much spells it out. No. (laughs) No, I think you're going to be excited. It's so bonkers, you guys. It's so fucking bonkers. Fatal French fling. Yeah, it's so fucking bonkers. Is
0: this where you tell me why I should dump Eric? Yes, he will
1: kill you. (laughs) Don't go to the south of France. Ever. Okay, so today we are going to talk about the affair of the poisons. Terrifying. It's like you have two teasers.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I still don't know what we're talking about.
1: (laughs) Fatal French flings, Affair of the poisons. still don't know what's happening. The Affair of the Poisons is what historians call it. So that's like my topic. That's not a teaser. That's the topic. Okay. So I thought this would be fun because this is my last segment before Halloween. And it's a little creepy. So let's travel back to 17th century France. During the rule of King Louis XIV, specifically a span of five years between 1677 and 1682. You know what this segment includes? Lots of French pronunciation. Oh, I thought it was going to be music for some reason. (laughs) No. So this is going to be great. And there are a lot. Everyone's named Marie in this segment. So I had to give everyone nicknames.
0: God damn it, Marie.
1: I can't change their names, so I have code names for everyone. Don't worry. All right, Chapter One: Marie Madeleine de Abreu Marquet de Brinvilliers, A.K.A. Madame de Brinvilliers, or MB, as we will refer
0: to her. <laughs> MB. You. Can you say her full name again? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs>
1: So MB was born into a well-regarded French family in Paris, but unfortunately her family was not the aristocracy. That's like a different level. So to make herself an aristocrat, she married Antoine Gobelin, Baron de Noir, and Chevalier in the order of saint John
0: of Jerusalem, and later Marquis de Brenvillere. I'm so- wait. I'm not following at all. Yeah. How
1: many people are these? <laughs> oh, that's all one person. That's one person. <laughs> that's, that's one person. Yep. That's one person. And just all of their titles. Yeah. That's her husband and all of the titles.
0: That's one. It's uh, too many names. It's too many words. Don't worry. No.
1: We're going to call him Gobbles. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> his name is Antoine Gobelin. Gobbles.
0: All right. Gobbles. I yeah. like it. All right. Gobble, gobble, bitches. He
1: has an estate worth 800,000 livres, which is somewhere between 15 and 16 million in today's US dollars. What? Mm Mm-hmm. People had that amount of money back then? Yep. Well, no, but inflation. Yeah. (laughs) Gobbles does, and his bride MB. Gobble, gobble. Because it's France and because people are terrible, MB quickly starts banging Godin de Saint-Croix which we will now refer to as Sir Seltzer because LaCroix. <laughs> I can't. So This is making me think of the book that I read of the woman who had the affair with the LaCroix King.: Oh, the... Uh, oh,
0: fuck. What was the... Um...
1: I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Oh, my God. I talked about it in one of our book
0: clubs. Was it Tingle Something Tingles? Yeah. Oh, Chuck Tingles. Chuck Tingles. Yes, Chuck yes. Tingles. Chuck tingles. Oh, okay, I do know what
1: you're talking Where about.
0: Where the woman, like, is drinking too much soda, so she switches to LaCroix, and then she or she passes out, and then LaCroix can, like, fills her up, but to, like, yeah. refill the LaCroix can, she has to, like, go down on it or something.
1: Yeah, she has to sexually pleasure the LaCroix can in order for it to have more LaCroix to hydrate her.
0: Right, because she was dehydrated because all she was <laughs> drinking was soda or something <laughs> yeah. before that.
1: Yep. Okay. Well, I hate this.
0: Alright. Well now this gentleman <laughs> is just a giant LaCroix can to me, so Okay, great. So the LaCroix can importantly though was a woman. That's right. It was a lesbian Yeah, it was a lesbian LaCroix, LaCroix, can. LaCroix
1: relationship. Human LaCroix lesbian relationship. Okay. Everybody
0: read Chalk <laughs>
1: so this affair between mb and sir seltzer was like an open secret around france and mb's fam is like super worried about how it looks mb didn't give a fuck about the optics and refused to break things off so gobbles knew about it even i think gobbles had an inkling like no one told him directly but gobbles faux show sure knew <laughs> Just, there's like a woman, her husband's a turkey, her lover's a LaCroix can. <laughs> yep. It's going really well for MB. <sighs> so, MB's father used his position as magistrate to get Sir Seltzer thrown into the Bastille for a month, which is like, you know, French prison. So, while in prison, Sir Seltzer meets a guy named Egidio Elixi, which he doesn't need a nickname because this is the only time he comes up. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, I pronounced that wrong. I'm starting over. Oh, okay. I I don't think there's any situation in which you would pronounce it correctly. (laughs) (laughs) While in prison, Sir Seltzer meets a guy named Egidio Exili, who coincidentally is a very famous poison master at the time. So when Sir Seltzer is released from prison, he brings MB to see his new BFF, Ed Geo. And together, they learn how to concoct some pretty gnarly drinks. At this time in my segment, I would like to give credit to Puppet History, who has an episode of this. And I watched it while I was researching. And... They got, you know, just to make sure that I had all the facts straight, and they referred to the poisons as slaughter water, and it made me really happy. Slaughter water. (laughs) I would like to give credit to them for slaughter water, which I will use periodically and forever. Okay. Anyway. MB is so dedicated to getting these poisons just right. Hold on to your hat. Wait, let me get a hat. She tested different dosages of her recipes, out on these patients at the hospital where she was volunteering because she's aristocracy now and like has to do charity work. So she's like, well, if I'm going to, you know, be around these sick people, I'm going to see which dosages of my poisons work on them. So she's a candy striper and she's going around Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: Mm -hmm. slipping her slaughter water into. Yep. Like, oops, that one's (laughs) too strong. That made it too obvious adjustment oh this one is a lot better it's more subtle like etc etc so yeah she was testing them out on patients in the hospital where she was supposed to be like a volunteer oh my god yeah not only do you have to worry about getting poisoned by this bitch but you can't even go to the hospital once you are poisoned because she's gonna try and poison you there Once she's super confident with a recipe for her death cocktail, she poisons her father as revenge for sending Sir Seltzer to jail.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: She used a poison known as Glasser's Recipe, which would show up on a 17th century autopsy as natural causes exacerbated by gout. What? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm really curious what, what like 17th century autopsy. I even couldn't go down, down, down that rabbit hole. I did not go down that rabbit I, hole. Are there tox reports at all? Like,
0: <laughs> Can you die from gout? I feel well, like they said I'm it sure was yeah.
1: exacerbated by gout.
0: Okay. No, I don't. I mean, gout can be debilitating if it's really bad, but I mean, I don't think you can die from it. Can
1: gout kill you? Well, they thought that in the seventeenth century, Tracy. It's a myth. So they were Tracy. Just explain very to me what gout is. Isn't gout when? Well, my dad gets gout in his toe, and it's like an accumulation of like salt or something, right?
0: Oh, surprised that you. Ha! That's not much. <laughs> it's not salt. It's uric acid. But yeah, it's like an Whatever. accumulation of it in your joints, and most commonly in the toe. I was just curious if you actually knew what salt yeah. and gout was. I knew what
1: it was. I once convinced myself that I had gout in my, the heel of my foot once, or like the back of my foot. I probably didn't.
0: Knowing you, it was probably a bug bite that turned into cellulitis. No,
1: it was unlike a bug bite. I don't know how to explain it, but I, I IMDB'd that shit and diagnosed myself with gout. and my mom said I was being ridiculous. Do you mean WebMD? MD? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you said I am DB. Yeah, that's probably why I got such a crazy result. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. For those of you who are curious, Glasser's recipe is some mixture of sodium sulfate and potassium sulfate and is labeled as some kind of cell antifebril. So, there you go. So, MB inherited some of her father's wealth when he died but she quickly burned through it. So naturally, the next step is to poison her brothers so that she can inherit their inheritance of the estate.
0: I mean, obviously.
1: Obviously. So one of What's them... What's the a girl to do? Straight up had a piece of pie on Easter and never recovered, which is both my dream and my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> he died doing what he loved. He really did. <laughs> the other died shortly after in like the subsequent fall. So, like, Easter is in the spring and, you know, six months later. Time. How does it work? Autopsies concluded they both died of, quote, malignant humor. Not malignant tumor. Malignant humor. Oh, we're going back to the humors. Yeah, your humors. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is strange because both of them had oddly colored intestines upon inspection. But that wasn't a red flag. It's
0: fine. It's an imbalance of the humors. Sure. Okay,
1: so at this point, you're thinking, why didn't MB just poison her husband, who she legit only married for the money? Your answer would be, well, she fucking did. Every time. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was going to be as too obvious. I don't know that she would be a suspect. Nope, it's better than that. Every time she would poison gobbles sir seltzer would give him the anti-poison because he did not want to get saddled with this bitch who's a fucking psycho (laughs) so she's like i don't understand why these poisons aren't working and sir seltzer's like me neither lol it's a mystery (laughs) yeah so that goes on for a while Sir Seltzer suspiciously ends up dying in 1672, either accidentally ODing on his own supply or perhaps... Poisoned by MB? Yeah, perhaps because MB caught on to his little games. Either way, when authorities were investigating his death, they found a shit ton of letters detailing all of Sir Seltzer and MB's crimes and implicating MB because Sir Seltzer death kept the receipts.
0: Okay, why... Why would you keep that? Like, it's not like it's on the internet and you can just never delete it. Like, burn the fucking letters. This is like one single letter written by hand.
1: Well, I feel like he was suspicious of MB and was like, if I go down, I want her to go down for killing me. Uh, So,
0: Which is risky because if someone found it while he was still alive.
1: Yeah, he's fucked. fucked. He'd be pinned for it. Yeah, he's rolling the dice for sure. I'm not, it ended up paying off for him, but it was a risky move for sure. So MB fled to a convent in Belgium, but was discovered three years later and brought back to France to stand trial for the murders. So this trial was super sensational, It included testimony from yet another extramarital affair that MB had as well as the money trail involved with the poison. This bitch. So MB blames the whole thing on Sir Seltzer, because what's he going to do? He's dead. And claimed ignorance of all his dealings. MB was ultimately convicted in order to be tortured, beheaded, and her body burned in a public spectacle. Prior to the execution, she was tortured with, quote, the water cure which is literal funneling of copious amounts of water into a prisoner's mouth in a short period of time. So you're like waterboarding slash drowning someone? Yeah. I guess it's it's a
0: form of waterboarding. Isn't waterboarding like they put a cloth over your face and just... Yeah,
1: and they just like drip it or
0: pour it. Pour the water over you so you feel like you're drowning. Yeah, but you're like choking on it. Like that's a huge part of it. This is just like making you drink way too much water until you probably choke and vomit. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I think the only difference is the cloth.
0: Yeah, sounds from what's
1: being described. Yeah, sounds Mm -hmm. awful either way. Yeah, it's not. It's not
0: pleasant. I mean, it's not supposed to be.
1: They also shaved her head in front of the hundred thousand spectators that came to watch her execution. She, is. which just kind of seems a little mean at that point. Like she's already dying. Like, eh, why do you got to shave her head? But Make whatever.
0: Think of game of Thrones. Yeah, definitely. It definitely they shave is. her head. Yeah. Like that's just mm-hmm. like adding insult to injury.
1: Yeah, it is. Her final words. Shame. Her final words. Shame. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> her final words just before she was executed. Quote, out of so many guilty people, must I be the only one to be put to death? And yet half the people in town are involved in this sort of thing, and I could ruin them if I were to talk. End quote. So basically she said, like, why am I the only one getting blamed for this? Fucking everyone's doing it. Is everyone doing it? Well, I'm glad you asked. So (laughs) this made the French authorities pretty suspicious. So on to chapter 2, why poisons.
0: I was wondering, it sounds like we we're getting to the end of the story. I'm like, we're only like 20 minutes into this. Nope. There must be more. Why poisons?
1: Poisons were almost completely undetectable. So there was no defense against them or a way of preventing a poisoning. In this highly stratified 17th century French society, poisons don't like didn't know class. A servant could easily poison an aristocrat that they were motivated to kill. And men feared that women now had an avenue to kill them. Because before, it was just like, you had to be brutal about it. You had to knife someone. You had to shoot someone. You know, whatever. So they worried about women retaliating for all the patriarchal bullshit around them. Now, murder is equal opportunity. We can't
0: have that. (laughs) Exactly. God forbid.
1: Okay. Moving into chapter three. The panic and investigation. Oh,
0: chapter two was short. It was just <laughs> why poisons. Okay. Okay. How many chapters so, are there?
1: None of your goddamn business. Shut up and listen. <laughs> Steph's last word. So now King Louis panicking, and everyone thinks that everyone is gonna poison them. So, Louis got his chief of police and father of the modern police force, Gabriel Nicolas Delarene, or henceforth, Gaby. To Not Gabby? Not just Gabe no. or <laughs> Gaby. His name is Gaby. Okay. To investigate potential poisoners in Paris, particularly among the nobility.
0: Potential poisoners in Paris. Say that 5 times fast. Potential poisoners in Paris. Par- I uh, will not. I can't do it once apparently.
1: Gaby started talking to fortune tellers and alchemists about who they were selling, quote, inheritance powders to among the nobility.
0: Inheritance powders?
1: Yeah, that's a euphemism for poisons.
0: But it's a interesting title.
1: I got it. Yeah.
0: So his first
1: break happened when Marie Bosset, a.k.a. La Beausse, or L.B., got super wasted at her friend's party and casually mentioned she liked to poison people to another party goer who happened (laughs) to be an attorney. No big deal. Just a little here. Just a little there. Yeah. It's a hobby. No, she was like, I can retire if I kill three more people. But so that's the people that she's killing are people that she's getting something from.
0: Yes. But also retire from what? What does she do? Yeah. What should I tell
1: her? (laughs) I told <laughs> you that. She's a fortune teller. I feel, okay. Okay. So this narc turned in L.B. into the Parisian police to be tortured. L.B. immediately gave up names of other known poisoners, fortune tellers, inheritance potion dealers, slash accused witches. Among these was Catherine de Chay a.k.a. Lavoisin, or LV, a former midwife turned sorceress and fortune teller who is considered to be the head of the network of poisoners in Paris that was rumored to have at least 400 dealers involved.
0: It's a lot of poisoners.
1: So they get LV wasted, and she turned over all her high-level clients, which included the party host, Marie Vigaro, a.k.a. MV, she is a former wet nurse who reads palms at nobility parties. She's like a party trick. While being investigated, it was discovered that MV was banging all of LB's family members, man and woman. Oh. MV died during pre execution torture on a device designed to crush bones. Ooh. Yeah, oh, it's not yeah. a good way to go, Thanks. guys. Ooh. Marguerite de Palulon. A.K.A. M.P. All
0: right, there's too many M's. We need to think of other nicknames. Let's call yeah, her Maggie. Yeah,
1: they all say, it's M.P. 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 I can't help it. They're all fucking Marie's. They, they I can't help sound it. the same. Simil- this was like Margaret. Call her Maggie. No. Or Molly. Her name's, her name's M.P. There's too many M's. I don't care. The first of French nobility tried in these cases. So she attempted to poison her husband because she was in love with someone else. But her hubby found figured it all out and reported her. So she was originally sentenced to banishment. But because that meant being in the custody of her now pissed off husband, she told the court she wanted to be put to death. So banishment is just being in the custody of your spouse. Well, banishment is leaving is leaving with yours. Like you can't live in Paris anymore. Yeah. So why? Why? Why do you still have to be with your spouse? She's a woman. She can't live by herself.
0: She's a married woman. What do they care? If she leaves Paris... So rather than continue to live with her husband, she'd rather die. Yes, correct. Healthy relationship.
1: Yeah. So she was instead transferred to, quote, a workhouse for former prostitutes, unquote, where she remained until her death. They also turned in sisters Olympia Mancini and marie Anne Mancini, They are the Countess of Sasson and the Duchess
0: of Bouillon, respectively. The Countess of Bouillon? Yep. Yeah. And Vidal Uh Sasson. Okay. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. They are the nieces of the king's chief minister, which is kind of like a mayor. Olympia was a mistress to King Louis and accused of poisoning three servants, her husband and the king's sister-in-law, as well as plotting to kill one of the king's rival mistresses because she was jelly. She was jelly belly. Marie Anne, the other sister, was accused of trying to poison her husband so she could marry her nephew. Oh, okay. During her trial, she was escorted into court by both her husband and her lover on either arm and told the jury she did not respect the authority of the court to impose sentences and that she was only there out of respect for the king. She also tried to pass off all the conversations with, like, fellow poisoners as jokes. Like, I was just kidding. I wasn't going to give them poison. And she was eventually released for lack of evidence. JK. Then, finally, there was Francois Athenès de Rockenshwart de Montemart Marquis de
0: Montespan. All right, bitch. Like, that's too much.
1: A.K.A. Monty. The king's main mistress. So, this is the main squeeze who isn't the queen. So, the
0: second to main. Squeeze. Number two. Mm, I mean, try for really, a second squeeze.
1: He didn't really love the queen. It's fine. Whatever. So, Monty did not like when she got demoted by the king for a younger girl. So, she poisoned said younger girl to regain her position. Monty was also accused of witchcraft with LV to conjure up a potion to make the king love her again. This potion allegedly included slitting the throat of a newborn and oh, mixing no. and mixing its remains into the king's food and drink. Oh. Yeah.
0: Where'd, okay, where'd she get the newborn?
1: There was no evidence I mean, that alleged. this actually happened. There was no evidence that that happened. So... Monty was exiled to a convent outside of Paris, and when she eventually died, her children were forbidden by the king to wear mourning clothes for her, and that was, like, the punishment.
0: I feel like if your man moves on to another woman, like, killing that other woman, like, your problem is with the man, not the other Yeah, woman.
1: Yeah. Same like, thing, just, like, with a... yeah. You're still
0: second best. You just killed first best. Like, yeah.
1: It's not great. Your problem is with him. Yeah. Chapter 4, The Aftermath. Do you think there's going to be an epilogue, stuff? I feel
0: like there's going to be five chapters. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be a surprise extra chapter after this.
1: Overall, the 442 suspects were implicated in the affair of the poisons. 367 orders of arrests were issued, of which 218 were carried out. Many of the accused were brought outside of the judicial system by a letter de cachet and imprisoned for life. A lettre de cachet is basically an executive order that bypasses a trial. So some of them, the king was like, you know what? I know they're guilty. I declare. That's all that matters is that I care. I'm the king and I say so. Exactly. So of the condemned, those who were, you know, uh, actually like brought to trial, etc. 36 were executed five were sentenced to the galleys and 23 were sentenced to exile and those numbers exclude those who died in custody by torture or suicide and LV was eventually sentenced to death and burned at the stake for her part in the poison ring the moral of this story is be a little fucking discreet with your poisonings people (laughs) it's not don't poison that
0: is the takeaway yeah be Be discreet and that is my segment. We were both wrong there was nothing after this.
1: Well there was a moral of the story which was in the oh. same font as the chapter. But <laughs> you have different
0: fonts for each yeah. chapter. Yeah, so then I knew when
1: we were entering a chapter
0: yeah. you couldn't just like label that bullet point next chapter. Next chapter. Next chapter 4, chapter 5. I did. It says chapter 1, chapter 2, etc. It's, it's just thing.
1: formatting. Yeah, get off my dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like Tracy's gonna poison Steph. I mean, what fonts? Did
0: you use? Did you use like whimsical ones? None of your
1: goddamn business, Stephanie. It looks like old script.
0: It's in <laughs> Wingdings.
1: <laughs> it's written in like the uh, font that you would use on like a poison jar. I don't know what is, that a, is there a font for that? It's like, like old apothecary yeah. uh, handwriting. Okay. Liz knew what I was talking about. Yeah. I still don't. Liz is on my level. I'm not a poisoner. No comment. If you want to hear more (laughs) about about silly stories that are a little creepy, you can listen to Harpy Hour on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Wherever you listen, please rate us and leave us a haunting review. Killer review. Killer review. Damn, I missed it. (laughs) Damn it.
0: <laughs> this airs about two weeks before uh, Halloween, it looks like. Yeah, so, well, I don't have
1: another episode till after Halloween. Yeah. So.
0: Oh, I'm just, I'm just looking ahead here. I'm like, I guess we're the, whole, the whole month is going to be a little Halloween-y, maybe. Spooky. Yeah.
1: It starts early. You have the whole month to be spooky. It's spooky season,
0: not spooky yeah. like day. More importantly, it's Steph's birthday season.
1: Meh. It's Halloween.
0: Should celebrate that all
1: month as well. Finish the outro, Liz. Leave us a spooky comment on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Pod, or you can email us at HarpyHourPodcast at gmail.com. Please do not confess your poisoning spree to us.
0: Yeah, we'll def have to turn you in. But if you're selling poisons and making money off that and you have extra money you don't know what to do with.
1: Or inheriting money from poisoning people. You can give it to us, but don't tell us that that's how you got it. If you inherit your father's estate, you can leave it to us. Just don't tell us. Yeah, we don't want to know where it
0: came from. Just give us money and we'll Mm -hmm, give you extra mm -hmm, content mm -hmm. and then we can keep this shit show running for days to come, years to come. Head on over to Patreon, check out all the content that we got there, all the different tiers that we have. Please donate to help keep us on the air. Thanks for listening. Okay, okay bye! Okay, okay, Bye! Bye!
1: Bye! Poison!